0: Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Uncommon Wealth Podcast, where I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your time. And we have a really awesome guest that
1: yes. Aaron found for us. Tell us about the guest and we'll get him yeah. on the show. Scott Kravitz, he graduated with my older brother. He I was following him all throughout because you know, he played D1 football. Kind of a big so, deal. Yeah. So it's fun to watch him, see him throughout the time because he knows that upperclassman. Yep. Then he started a business Ooh. and I saw that get up and going all off social media. So, Ooh. just following him and did really big things. I mean, I I bought the merch. I have it. So, like, it's really cool to see. And then it's always fun to see a fellow Mustang oh, go off yeah. and do good things. yeah, that uncommon path. So, I was like, we got to get him on.
0: Yeah, I've already asked him. He's been married for four months. So, newlywed. Super excited to unpack that. But his company is called Dreaming Big. Yeah. And, uh, Scott, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you guys for having me. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. So as we talked a little bit before, because Scott and I didn't know each other, uh, Aaron and Scott has. And so we're just talking about like, what is this podcast about? So for all you listeners who are following Scott, because you freaking love him, I get it. Yeah. Uh, But this podcast is really just to highlight, Scott, your uncommon path, how you got to where you're at. And we're advisors who actually really like to hear people thriving. And what does that look like? How did you start a business? What challenges? What opportunities? What things do you wish you would have done different? what things were maybe like surprising to you, all this stuff. And so we like to, we love to highlight people's uncommon life. And then we're also financial advisors that will help you create a plan to get you there. Scott didn't need us. That's how awesome Scott is. Okay, so let's start. I want to start back when you, because you said you had a dream and it was started way before you actually launched this thing of dreaming big. And first for our listeners, what is dreaming big? We'll let you have that.
2: So, uh, Dreaming big is a, an apparel brand that I started, uh, officially 10 years ago, almost. Um, and basically it's a brand that it's similar to you guys. I'm encouraging people to take a step outside of the normal, their normal day-to-day lives and pursue what they're passionate about. Um, that's really what it boils down to if, 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 Nothing else is taken away from the brand. That's what I want people to to uh to take from it. So yeah, yeah How that's did basically you land it. On, that how'd
0: you land on that? And for those listeners who haven't seen it, like you gotta see it. Cause there's a duck. We're gonna talk about the the mascot, if you will. I want to hear how'd you get to that like pinnacle of like, no, dreaming big. Like I want you to inspire you to become something you've always dreamed you could be.
2: Man, I'm uh, I wish there was a great story behind it. And I guess <laughs> I don't know, maybe it is, but I, so I started out just kind of designing t-shirts randomly, uh, my last semester in college and, um, I fell in love with it and I was about to graduate with a sport management major, something totally unrelated to entrepreneurship, to graphic design, you know, all of it running a business. Like, so yeah, perfect timing to, to realize my dream. Right. <laughs> Um, so I'm designing like tailgating t-shirts that are like Iowa, Iowa state inspired. Um, and you know, I quickly kind of realized that I didn't have the firepower to keep pushing those designs out because they have a relatively short, you know, shelf life, you know, a season, you know, maybe three months to maybe four years. If it's, you know, about a player or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So that's when I kind of started to, 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 I took a step back and I thought, you know, I got to come up with something that's going to be more everyday, more everlasting. And I was, I was inspired by streetwear, even though I didn't really know anything about it. And Hmm. I'm, I don't consider myself a a overly fashionable person. So, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I, I I don't want to say I was, I definitely wasn't like built for it. I don't think. Um, but, you know, I wanted to be somewhere in the streetwear realm, but I wanted to have kind of a positive message, which I thought didn't exist at the time within streetwear. And so that's how I landed on Dream Dreaming Big. I was like, all right, yeah, like this is this is kind of my dream that I realized kind of late relatively in terms of, you know, college and graduation and all that. But um, that was really it. <laughs> um, I, I pretty much settled on it almost instantly. And then I kind of went into designing it, which was what I really wanted to do anyway. You know, right. it was kind of like, I needed to have a name for it for, formality's sake, but like, yeah. I really just wanted to make stuff. <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> Yo, Scott, do you think that like, I mean, I know not like you were much older than I was like in school. So I didn't get like, know you too well, but like, I know I went through the same system you did. I mean, but like dream big kind of fits, man. Like not too many people from. Dallas center grams get to go D one. Right. Right. So, I mean, like from the heart, like from like your inner side already, like you already, like you dream big to start with. I mean, that's in you, like you, right. Division one, and, Africa, and that's it, not a small thing to do, especially from Dallas center grams.
2: And, and I think that probably definitely influenced it in an indirect way that, you know, I can't say like, because I, whatever you want to call it, had that mentality to like get to that level that, that, is why I started dreaming big, but I'm sure there's something within there that that there's a connection between the two. Yeah. I just don't know what it is. Do you know but Brandon? I'm sure, Mc- I'm sure it plays into it.
0: Do you yeah. know Brandon McNice? I do. Yeah, McKnight's? yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Okay. See all these people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. See, these people. yeah we <laughs> just had about the podcast. Connections strong. I yeah. love it. Okay, so it's kind of therapeutic. Like you finally get this dreaming big like idea that has to be like okay, I can run with that. Because up to this point, it was just Iowa State, Iowa merch, right? And like this Dreaming Big is like, wait, I can, this is more evergreen. I can launch this. So how do you get from, okay, wait, now streetwear, this is kind of a different deal. Mm -hmm. And with a positive message, is there any kind of like due diligence that you had to do? Or just like, let's just see what happens. And then we got to talk about the duck because the duck is pretty sweet.
2: See, that's probably the part where... I, I call it what you want, but I was in hindsight, I was probably pretty naive about all of it. It was like, I okay. I literally like had the idea and I was just like, okay, why not? And yes. I didn't love this. You know, the, 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 a lot of people say, you know, like I, you know, I always have aspirations of doing something like that, but then I start questioning things oh, and yeah. I, I, I do some research and I don't like what I find Yeah. and for me, like I, I did enough research to figure out like what steps I needed to take to like put it in motion. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And you know, that that's really how the whole thing's gone for like 10 years. It's just like, okay, trial and error. This worked, this didn't work. Yeah. Okay. What can I learn from that? How can I do it better? And like, oh, it's good. just constantly compounding into what it is and wherever it's going to go. I'd love to say I, I have a vision for, I mean, I do, I have, a bunch of different visions for where I want to take it. But part of the fun is, 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 you know, just being in it day to day and trying new things and trying to get better. And that's it.
0: Dude, this is a 10 year old question. So like, you're probably not going to remember, but like, what were your first steps that you were like, well, I got to do this. Was it incorporating? Like what? <laughs> and oh, no, you I didn't do any of college? that. until like <laughs>
2: after the fact, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I didn't do, I didn't do any of that. I didn't even trademark my logo until like halfway through.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Is that right. something that you would like I told my my younger self do it earlier or is or did it work out?
2: It worked out. It, it worked okay. out. Um <laughs> I and, and I and I would recommend it. it. You know, I would in hindsight I would go back and do it right away, but I couldn't afford it. Like when right. I first started, I was just like, well, right. I have nothing to lose. Like if it flops, like I don't want to have like what have spent whatever on uh, trademarking the logo. So no, like I was bad. kind of I don't want to say one foot in one foot out, but I was being cautious That's and like optimistic at the same time. Right. That's awesome so yeah, like, I didn't, I like... didn't actually trademark "dreaming big the word mark or the duck. Uh, probably.
1: Yeah. It's probably like 2018. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I got to hear. because So what brought you to the duck, the duck, man? It's, <laughs>
2: I don't, it's,
0: uh...
1: a. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: So, This is probably, uh, this would have been 4th of July, senior year in college. So you can imagine, like, we take a crew from Iowa State up to Lake Okoboji. You already know, like, what the weekend was all about. Um, So we run a house, and in the basement of this house, there's, like, this wooden duck that the homeowners used to, like, it was, like, a centerpiece on, like, a table where, like, they put, like, magazines in it. So imagine, like, a box with, like, a gooseneck coming out of it we took it, we put beers inside of it. You know, we made it like our unofficial mascot for the weekend. And this is like, this is 2005, 2006. So Facebook is still like in its infancy. And I get the idea. I'm like, Oh, this duck needs to have like its own Facebook page. And like, I immediately like start adding friends and like, and it's not even a duck, it's a goose, but for whatever reason we <laughs> called it a duck. I don't know if that's just cause uh, that's how much we had to drink or what. But so anyway, as part of all that, you know, we, we kind of make the duck a mascot. We kind of make it a thing on social media, on Facebook at the time. And I'm like, yeah, and I, uh, the next natural thing is like, I got to make a t-shirt. So I take a photo that we took like on a flip phone of this duck, like floating in Lake Okaboji. I tape it to a window and trace it with a Sharpie, scan it into a computer. And that was my first t-shirt design I ever made. And like in hindsight, that's so not how you do it. It's awesome. (laughs) It's
1: the perfect story.
2: (laughs) But, but I mean, that's, that, that's, that's how I realized my dream. So when I came up with the dream and big word mark and the theme and all that, I was like, this needs to have a mascot, you know, mostly because I didn't know what else to do with it. I thought Uh like, okay, like, Brands just have mascots and i thought okay right. what would my mascot be and i was like all right we'll go back to like what helped me realize this whole thing the first design that i made of a duck and that that fits you know like that mm-hmm. that duck helped me realize my dream so that's what it's going to symbolize for what modern day dreaming big is and yes is that what people take from it when they see it i highly doubt it but like that's okay like people love the duck I wish I could explain why, um, but it works. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's amazing. I think it's because like when you look at it, everyone thinks something a little different.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, that's that's part of it. And I think it like poetry, is right? It's, what's that?
1: Kind of like poetry, right? Like everyone right. reads something, takes something a little different from it.
2: You know, and, and and that's what I love about it. That's what I love about anything I make is like, everyone has a different interpretation of it. That's different from what I intended when I created it. And that's, perfectly fine. That's 100% okay. Like that is what art is all about. So it works.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I, to be completely honest, when I look at it, all I do, I just get happy feelings when I see it. I have no idea what I feel. I'm just like, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. What, I, what I wish me, I could I say no that, that
2: feeling was, was intentionally <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh, <laughs> part of the design, but it's not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go back. So you got this idea and then this is like right out of college. So did you have a cash flow, or did you have another job, or did you just go straight into this thing? No, I
2: was. I mean, I had like part-time jobs. My uh, second semester of my senior year, I think I was like delivering pizzas and sorting seeds at a at a field and uh, at, at Monsanto or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I had I had some part-time jobs. I had an internship lined up because I was a sport management major. Yeah. Um, I had an internship lined up at Urbendale high school in that their athletic department. And like, I don't know, like in hindsight, it was like, I knew what I was going to be making that summer for the internship money wise. And like, I was applying for jobs, planning for my future in sports and doing this at the same time. So Yeah. um, yeah, like in hindsight, like, I mean, just based on what I've told you about everything so far, a lot of this wasn't planned out uh yeah, right. the best way <laughs> yeah.
0: right which you think that that would be like a deterrent for me but i would say like that's actually super attractive because there's some people who think they have to have this perfectionist mindset i have to have everything all my ducks in a row uh before i do anything which is not true in right. fact, sometimes you just have to start and act and let's see where it takes you, right? And right. that's kind of where you're at now. You're sitting with a with a complete amazing company, with amazing merch, and then you'd be able to like have apparel that people are uplifted. And sometimes you don't need to know the end goal. Sometimes it can formulate as you go. And so to me, that's kind of a huge beacon to some of our listeners who are sitting on the sideline <laughs> on their own uncommon journey thinking, huh? maybe I don't need to have all this stuff ironed out. Maybe I can just start and see what happens, what's produced out of that.
2: And then you can kind of go, you can kind of work backwards. Like, you know, I'm, I'm actually just now officially like going through and like redefining my mission statement, my my vision, my, the core values of Dreaming Big. And it's like, I'm I'm able to better define those now having 10 years plus years of experience running it than had I done it back then if you would ask me to develop a mission statement, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing in the first place. So like, how can I <laughs> say like, this is the mission, you know, like, it's like, sure you can come up with something, but like, is that, is it, is it authentic? I don't know.
1: Yeah. right. <laughs> I love that. Cause it's so true. I mean, to that in our business, like don't have a mission statement or have a niche. It's like, well, I just want to do business. I don't know. Like, right.
2: I just want to do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> right. So tell me,
0: how many people do you have working for you at Dreaming Big? Zero. Zero. Just you. Just me. Man, you're a clean operation over there.
2: I mean, I I outsource, you know, some of the production side of things. So, you know, I guess you could say I have employees in that regard, but they're not official employees of Dreaming Big. So it's not completely a one-person operation. But yeah, I mean, right now it's just me.
0: Okay. So let's talk about this because in the intro, Aaron was like, I've been following you for quite some time. And at some point you're like, I'm going all in, I'm going full time here. So when was that where you're like, I'm just going to fully survive on the pr- basically all the stuff that you have produced from dreaming big.
2: It was, uh, it was when we moved to Philadelphia. So January 2019, Oh, wow. I was, You know, my, my wife got a job in Philly, uh, you know, girlfriend at the time. Um, she got a job in Philly. We decided that's what we were going to do. And, you know, I was looking around for jobs. You know, my professional background was, was pretty unique in that I was a a sports person, but I was working in education, you know, working in a high school athletic department. Um, I had some parks and recreation experience, some community education experience, but it was when I went to look for jobs in Philly, I was like, man, I don't know. Like, there aren't many of what I do now. There aren't many of those positions out there. And if mm-hmm. they are, they're hard to, they're hard to get into. So, you know, I'm applying around and not really getting a whole lot. My passion is graphic design. So I'm, I'm starting to apply for jobs in graphic design as well. But like, I don't have experience a professional
0: of, portfolio. Right. I
2: don't have any professional experience. I don't have any education. So like that's working against me, you know, despite with, what how great your stuff looks to someone else if it does um you know that that's something that can hold you back so i was just kind of like i don't know is the universe telling me something right now do i just in like in hindsight like i wouldn't have done it that way <laughs> i would have done it differently <laughs> but you know what i've i, I learned a lot of, of, about myself doing it that way and you know i'm still here i'm still going so you know maybe that was the right call Right. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> So how's your like the support you got with your girlfriend through all this? Cause we always like find with business owners, like having somebody next to you throughout the journey yeah. makes Thanks. a big difference. Yeah.
2: She's, I mean, she's 100% supportive of all of it. She knows that, you know, this existed before, you know, we started dating and, and she knows it's my baby and she's, she's here to do whatever she can to help. But you know, a lot of times um, I kind of just want to do my thing and she respects that as well. And it's, it's good. It's perfect. It's awesome.
0: That's really cool. Okay. So let me ask you this. So let's say we have somebody right in the middle of the room. Like, let's say we're all in the same room and they are either he or she is like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I got ideas. I got a big dream that I want to pursue. How would you, what would, what would be the counsel that you would give that person?
2: Just go, just do just it. Do it that's what I say to everyone. Like I have people that approach me about starting a clothing brand. I'm like, just go like you're. And it's like, yeah, they, they come back with like, yeah, but I got, I feel like I got, yeah. no, just go, just go. Like yep. you'll, you'll, it's, it's impossible for you to know everything you need to know to be successful at this juncture. You need to actually get your hands mm. dirty, get some experience, take some shots, mm. figure out. Cause like, you, the idea that they have they that might not even be truly what they want to do, want to do they just think it is but in the process of trying to build that five other paths might appear that are more appealing to them that they never would have thought of had they not done the work so that's where i'm a big i'm big on just just go cuz you're going to you're going to learn so much and you need the experience to 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 do it
0: i'm going to take this in a whole different direction so hang on ready uh, i'm going to yeah. take a quick 90 degree what was your parents like? Like, what did they do like for vocation and like, how do you think you got this? Cause that's a risk tolerance. that, like, maybe you were brought up in like, I'm going to get like deeper than probably you want to get on this podcast, but like, how did you get that inherent like drive? Because at this point you were just a great football player because we haven't really talked about that yet, but you had some kind of drive to be able to go out and create something by yourself which you've done for quite some time, but was it instilled in you from your parents, grandparents? How do you think you got that?
2: I mean, it had to have been like, I can't, I can't say definitively what it was, but it had to just been the way that, you know, they raised us that. I don't know. I wish, I wish I, in maybe later in life, I'll be able to draw conclusions on, huh? That like, because my dad said, or, you know, whatever it was, but I, I, I don't know. It, I think mm. it must just be, that, they raised which, us in a way that I don't know. Like I, I don't want to say that like a big theme of the house. Cause like, it, and it wasn't even like my parents got divorced when I was like six years old. So, mm. and, and like, that was all, I mean, I was six years old. I don't, I don't remember feeling a certain way about it. Like has, did that impact me? Of course it did. But like,
0: sure. Right.
2: I don't. I don't remember it being like a traumatic event. It was just kind of like, this is going to happen, and this is what's going to how it's going to be from now on. It was just kind of like, all right, sounds good. Yeah. And and uh, <laughs> so maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe I was just. What by do your nature your parents I mean,
0: do? What have your parents so, done in their whole life?
2: Um, uh, my dad's had a number of jobs. He's a uh, he is a bowling machine expert. Um, he goes all around the country and fixes bowling machines. He's worked in and out of bowling alleys since he was like, since he was a teenager and it's just something like he just knows how they work. Um, he, he got away from that, you know, he's him and my brother are kind of similar in that, like anything with a motor, they just somehow know how it all works. And like, I didn't get any of that. And maybe I got that, but it's towards design. Um, So, yeah, that my my dad's very much blue collar guy. Uh, My mom um, would work her way up in the city of Grimes to eventually become the city administrator, which was a position she held for 20 plus years. But like she started out as like the secretary of the office and just worked her way up. Mm So, um, you know, in hindsight, I'm I'm sure, you know, I want to say that, like seeing her climb that ladder inspired me to do it to inspired me to become the person that I am, but I don't I don't know. I can't say that. I can't I think it was just right. something that I was just like, okay, yeah, my mom's just like doing her thing and she's good at it and she's being rewarded for it. Cool.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Who would you say that your mentor is like in your either business or life?
2: I don't I don't know that I have one, to be honest with you. I mean It's like, I, you know, I go to my parents when I need advice on certain things. I go to my wife when I need certain advice on things, friends to an extent, but like, I don't have like a mentor on speed dial that I can go to. And, you know, sometimes I feel like that's something that's working against me. It's like, well, someone else who has a similar business, you know, they were brought up by X, Y, and Z who had all this experience, you know, I don't have that. So am I automatically... You know, destined to not make it as high as them because of that. No, um, so yeah, I don't. No oh, one
0: <laughs> lonely, lonely over there, Scott. Right? Let's go. So <laughs> no, I think that's good. I think there's just to speak on that title loop, and then you could definitely jump in here. But I do feel like sometimes, like mentorship, is the cheat code of life. Now, that might be able to make your path quicker to get to where you want to go, but there is something, and I kind of am wired this way, like, yeah, somebody can tell me 17 times, but until I do it and screw up, it's like, man, I needed to learn that my own way, right? And so, I think there is some truth to that too, but I just think it's interesting, especially when you're trying to do something, you're trying to pave a new path, that sometimes it's just nice to have somebody be like, Hey, I just need to talk through this quick. Like, am I in the right direction or am I just completely off my rocker? Right. So
2: now we see. have chat GPT to do that. So that's yeah. true.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe so not the best way to, to to solve it, but yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Throughout your entire journey, like so football sports, growing a business, like what's like, n- would you say the number one thing is that you take away? You're like, Oh my gosh. Like this was like, light bulb about myself or big learning moment. Hmm. There you go. Cause you don't get as far as you have without like understanding how you operate and your brain operates.
2: Man. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. Like, I don't think there's anything that's out of the realm of possibility. I feel like if, you know, there's, there, there's, there have always been things that I'm, that I've wanted to do and it's like, okay, like football, for for example, like I knew I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to play, in, I want to go in the NFL and, and starting out like my, my first, my my childhood dream was I wanted to play in the NBA. Like basketball was my first love. Mm-hmm. And I always just thought like, you know, throughout the, throughout all of it, it was just like, I can do this. I can do this. It's possible. It's possible. Like I can make this happen. And I don't know if there was any like one single experience that gave me that or I, I don't know. Like you guys are asking great questions and I'm, I'm only coming back with vague answers. Um, yeah, I don't, I've, I've always just had this belief that like I can, I can do it and call it what you want. Naive, call it foolish, call it optimistic. Um, I don't know. I believe it. And it, it, I believe that worked out. if you set out to do something that if you, if you put in the work and you're willing to, to lose and to fail and to learn from that and to keep going, you right. will eventually get to where you want to go.
1: Right. Yeah. So like, did you like to give yourself confidence? Like to me, like this has to give you confidence because like, so for our listeners, Scott was a kicker at Iowa state. Like you, you played varsity there and you kicked like overcoming that, like making the lineup, and doing all that, like just helps like that little sear of every single time you achieve something big or little just built on top of that confidence of like, Hey, like if you put in the work, like you're going to, you're going to be successful. And and when you
2: actually do put that work in and you start putting those reps in, like that's empowering. And especially when it's something like you probably know this from powerlifting, Like when you hit a lift that you didn't think you could beforehand, like, Man, that, that, that transfers over into your everyday life. And like that, that is like a powerful drug where, and it's Mm -hmm. like, wow, this was something I didn't think I could do 10 minutes ago. And then I just did it. What else can I do? What else have I been selling myself short on that? I need to maybe just give another go at it to see, to, to get to it, you know?
1: Yeah. So like that, that, see, that's it's right there. It feels like you've gotten a, like a taste of like loving the process, you know? hundred percent. Like you have to. Yeah. And I, so you, I mean, you've gotten addicted to it, to the reward. I mean, which I think all of us entrepreneurs do like, right. Like you work hard and you get the success. You're like, Oh man, I want more of that.
2: Like I don't want to, I don't want to achieve my goal tomorrow. Cause then what I have to figure out a new goal and like start over or not start over again, but like, yeah. and, And I know I'm being extreme about it, but it's like, no,
0: I think it's wise.
2: I, this, I, I envision myself doing this for the rest of my life. Like we talked about this, I think it was before, like, you know, when you retire, you do what you love. It's like, I'm already doing what I love. So like, technically (laughs) I could say, I'm already doing what I would be doing in retirement. So like, what do I need to get to the end point for?
0: Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Not now anyway, like I got a long ways to go.
0: And you're using your business as like, well, what if I do this and this works? Or what if I do that? Well, that didn't work. Like, okay, that's fine. I would, this would be funny because if you were somebody else, I would ask you this question like, Hey, what is your biggest thing that you were like, Oh, I screwed that up. But like for you, I'd be, I think what you'd say is like, I don't know, like I just learned from everything that I made up. Like I screw up a lot, but like I learned from it therefore. So why am I even like next time I screw up, I'm going to learn from it. Right. And it's, it's interesting looking at you because like a kicker to me is kind of a lonely position. Like, Hey, go dance, monkey dance kind of thing. And like, you either hit the field goal, everyone loves you, or you miss the field goal, everybody loves you. And you have to learn from it. Does that make sense? Like if you're the one who's like gonna miss that field goal and you're gonna get down on yourself, cause you know, everybody else is kind of frustrated. It ain't your position, <laughs> not your position, right? But for right. you, it's like, well, I need to learn from that. Like, I wish I would have hit that, but now that I missed it, maybe I'm even better because I didn't give me it another shot. Right? That seems like your attitude. Am I wrong?
2: Yeah. And, and I wish, I wish I thought of it more that way when I was a kicker, but you know, I guess maybe I just hadn't failed enough at that point yet to, to, to realize that. But yeah, like going back to what you're saying before, like if you ask me like what my biggest failures were or whatever, it's like, there are too many to count. And like, I don't want to say that like, it's okay to lose and fail or whatever. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. But like, you need those lessons to, to learn, you know? So it's, I, you know, I value them in that regard.
1: Yeah. I think it is okay to fail. Yeah. You know, like it's okay. Well, it's, I mean, right. I just saw like a clip of an old interview with Kobe O'Brien, you know, like talking about, you know, you just love to win or lose you know, or hate to lose. The, yeah. That was what the reporter was like. Do you just, is it the strive to win? I think I've seen this or like the hatred to lose. And he's like, it's neither. Neither. Right. Like It's like, it's the process. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like what you have. Like it's that whole like loving the process, learning from it. If you constantly learn from something, did you actually lose? I don't think you lost because you got better, right? You know. Okay, so
0: you said you had a vision. So, what's your vision for dreaming big? Or do you? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's your future?
2: Uh, I want it to be known worldwide.
0: There you go. Yes, like it. Plain and simple. And then what's what's? It's it's a message
2: that applies to anyone and everybody, and we like, like we've already talked about, you know, like, you know, like you guys said, the basis of this podcast is like there's there's no shortage of people who are afraid to pursue their dreams or to do what they really want to do. So like, I, I feel like the, the wider this message gets and the more people it reaches, the better we are off as a society as a whole. So that's my goal is to
0: make it known worldwide. It's good. I feel like you should be our, our uncommon mantra. Yeah. <laughs> all the merch all over. Uh, so I have to go get something, but, uh, so how does our listeners hear more about you hear more about dreaming big, go buy all your apparel, you know, how that,
2: um, I'm on all the social media platforms at dreaming big D R M N B G, uh, the website is dreamingbig.com, or you can just shoot me an email, Scott at dreamingbig.com. I talk to anyone who has a question or wants to reach out. You know, I don't turn anyone away, so I'm I I make myself available, but yeah,
1: that's where I'm at. Oh man. Awesome. Go out and get his stuff. You, your hat is like my favorite hat. Nice. I need to get a new because it's really dirty now. But then my sunglasses, dude. Like, Scott, you have to know this, like uh they're my favorite sunglasses, those wooden ones. Yeah. And then my my wife sat on them and Oh, uh, oh no. So to I, gotta go, I gotta, I gotta, do. I gotta go get new ones now. It's good. Oh no.
0: Well, Scott, Sorry I appreciate you your uh, encouragement and just your passion about just going out and doing something and create something because you've created something that's super important. And I love the message, um, and I love that we're kind of on the same path of trying to empower people to go out and pursue something that they get excited about because that's where life is. It's not working at Wells Fargo or Principal Financial Group. I'll tell you that right now. No. <laughs> so anyway, well, I- you. You've been listening to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Till next time, go create something
1: awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Dream big.
0: That's all for this episode. Brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.